Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thunder Rosa returns to action on AEW Collision. Charlotte Flair's injury is sadly likely worse than expected. There's an update on Liv Morgan's WWE status after her recent arrest, and Tony Khan introduces yet another new championship belt. Yes, really. Hello, and welcome to the Soul Sunday News here at What Culture Wrestling with myself, Andrew Pollard. I hope you're good. I hope you're well. I hope your Sunday's going exceptionally well. And if it's not, I hope it does turn around and does go exceptionally well. Um, and I'm very happy today because Thunder Rosa got physical for the first time in 16 months last night on AEW Collision. Um, now, of course, Thunder Rosa has not wrestled since uh, August of 2022, which was a, a six-women match where she teamed with Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida uh, on an episode of AEW Dark Elevation. Various back issues have been at play through that, some of that documented on the AEW All Access uh, reality TV series. Um, recent reports in the last couple of months have said that Thunder Rosa's essentially cleared for action, but it was just a case of waiting for the right creative to come together um, to, to showcase her back on uh, on TV as a talent because Thunder Rosa has been part of the Spanish commentary team for the last however long. But last night on Collision, La Mera Mera, Thunder Rosa, the former AEW Women's Champion, who never lost that title, of course. She vacated it before All Out 2022. Uh, but yeah, she got physical last night coming to the rescue of Abaddon. Now, Abaddon had wrestled Jasmine Allure, had got a pretty standard win. And then post-match was attacked by Sky Blue and Julia Hart. And that's where Thunder Rosa had seen enough. Came to the ring, held that Abaddon. Those two had a handshake and a kind of uneasy stare down. Uh, and then it's announced later on, uh, on well, on X, and also I think on, on the commentary court as well, that it will be next week will be Abaddon and Thunder Rosa versus Julia Hart and Sky Blue, which, as mentioned, will be Thunder Rosa's first match in 16 months. So that's a, a massive boost to the AEW Women's Division. A massive boost to the AEW product. Of course, with the women's division, there's always that caveat of how well Tony Khan utilizes that, that division because it's, it's a long-standing problem with AEW. But Thunder Rosa, in terms of talent, absolutely phenomenal. Great to have her back. Great to have her back in the ring properly in a match next weekend. That's something to look forward to on next week's Collision. Um, unfortunately, somebody with not great news right now, though, is Charlotte Flair. Yes, um, if you saw SmackDown on Friday, you'll have seen WWE announce that Charlotte Flair uh, suffered an ACL injury on the prior week SmackDown, an ACL injury that is said to keep her on, well, expected to keep her on the shelf for up to nine months. So that's 
that's a longer while. That's a serious uh, job there. But PW Insider has a has a further update on this, where a source has told them that the issue is likely worse than just an ACL issue, uh, with the belief that there's also some other knee injuries there, some other knee issues. Although no specifics were given, so. I mean, that nine months, they, there could be more needed than just that. So it's it doesn't sound great for the Queen, um, unfortunately, but best wishes to her on a full and speedy recovery. Well, it's not to be speedy, unfortunately, but a full uh, recovery. And it's it's because Charlotte Flair, lover or hater, she is a massive star for WWE. And you have to imagine that there were big plans factored in for her at the Royal Rumble next month. And then, of course, WrestleMania 40, WrestleMania XL. Uh, later in 2024 where for me i i thought personally she was on the collision course with bianca belair which could be a fantastic match on that sort of stage um but yes as it stands i mean charlotte flair will do extremely well to be back by SummerSlam, so we'll we'll have to see um but yeah not not great news there for charlotte so best wishes on uh, on the recovery on that one um also some unfortunate news is Liv morgan i don't know if you you maybe saw the news yesterday uh with uh, i believe it would have been gareth morgan and phil yesterday although i've not actually seen it so maybe one of those guys was off and it was Somebody else filled in. I don't know. But if you saw the news, uh, then yesterday you'll have heard that Liv Morgan was actually arrested on Thursday in Florida for drug possession. Now, there's a court hearing set for February. Uh, Liv faces that it's potentially up to one year in jail or it could be up to one year probation. Oh, there's a $1,000 fine. I think a driving license revoked for six months, legal fees. Um, so it's, um, it's a little bit of a mess. Um, and some people have thought, well, what implications would this have on Liv Morgan's status with WWE? Now, she is right now uh, coming back from a, a shoulder injury suffered this past summer. Uh, and WWE did have, well, did have plans in place for how things were going to go with Liv when she was back on TV in early 2024. Uh, PW Insider now has a update on that to say that those plans are still in place, that Liv Morgan's arrest, uh, it's it's not causing any issues. There's no heat on her for it particularly. Um, and there, there won't be any changes to plans that are already in place. Now, those plans... It, the, the PW Insider report notes that um, basically she's set to be in a high-profile program leading up to, well, well, the build to WrestleMania 40, and that's still set to be the case. Now, people like Liv, she's well-liked, she's a hard worker, um, and the, the, the arrest, it was known about by certain executives in WWE who reached out to Liv uh, the day after that to have conversations with her, although the arrest wasn't widely known throughout the organization. So, yeah, with, with Liv Morgan, it seems like this is just a case of, right, okay, you've messed up, but this is kind of the first time you've, you've done anything like this, uh, we're, we're prepared to give you another chance. We're prepared not to, to throw our plans into the, 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 the bin just because you've been arrested for this. So, yes, um, that court case is in February, so it'll be interesting to see how things go from there onwards. But Liv Morgan, said to be fine with WWE. That's cool. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Right, Tony Khan. Tony Khan. There's there's a certain portion of wrestling fans who will say that AEW and Ring of Honor have far too many championship belts. Some people will say that professional wrestling generally has far too many belts these days. And if you're one of those people, you're probably going to be slapping your forehead with the news that ROH are bringing in a women's TV title. Yes, this was at the tapings uh, yesterday, ROH TV tapings, where Tony Khan came out and showed off, unveiled, as you will, uh, if you will, even um, the new Ring of Honor Women's TV Championship. But it's a very nice looking belt, to be honest. Um, now, this is for me, this is there's pros and cons to this massively, massive pros and massive cons. Now, the obvious one is that there's such little television time for Ring of Honor. And you've got a, a, a world champion, a women's world champion. You've got the, the the men's TV champion. You've now got the women's TV champion. You've got the pure champion. You've got the tag belts, the trios belts. I'm, I'm I'm thinking I'm, I'm sure I'm even like missing some. And then if you go to like the wider AW programming, which also features Ring of Honor uh, talent and Ring of Honor championships, you've then got the AW World titles thrown to the mix, the women's title, the TBS title, the TNT title, the international title, the tag title, the trios title, the FTW title. There's a lot of gold floating around between uh, AW and Ring of Honor. And now there's one more piece, which to me. There is too many belts there for me, for my liking, for the amount of TV time that Ring of Honor has. Um, but the other side of that is that Ring of Honor and AEW, there's great female talent there. Um, and that gives a, a mid-card title for Ring of Honor, for the, the ladies of Ring of Honor to aim for. But then the other side of that is that historically, the again, the utilization of the women in AEW and Ring of Honor has not been great. Something like Athena has been presented like a star in Ring of Honor, and that's been fantastic. But unfortunately, that's more the exception to the rule when you look at um, just how the, the ladies are used by Tony Khan um, on a weekly basis, whether that is AW or Ring of Honor. So it's like, it's great that there's the, the, the women's TV title for those ladies to fight for. There are too many other titles though still. And how will Tony, will this give him, I don't know, a spark to start using the, the, the ladies there on a more regular basis um, and give them more than one match per episode of TV um, and give them more time? That is the ultimately the, the big question now on that one. Now we have got a bunch of questions to come into and I'm going to get to as many of them as I can because this is my last news video before I break up for the holidays. So happy holidays to you all there. And a quick shout out, actually, there is an interview I did for the Iron Claw movie, the Von Erich movie, which is on our YouTube channel you can find. I just want to say a nice little shout out to Pamela, who's popped a, a really nice comment in there because 
we all know, we're, I'm sure there's going to be plenty below this, that the YouTube comment section sometimes is not the happiest or nicest of place, and you will get dogs abused just for saying something. So Pamela dropped a really nice comment in on the uh, the Iron Claw video just to say about how, um, just, yeah, she enjoys the Solo Sunday news, and it's, it's a positive um, experience for a day. So thanks for that, Pamela. Very, very much appreciated. Um, right, let's get to questions. The first one is Hector Garcia III, and this is a question I saw come in a little earlier, a couple of days ago, so I've actually prepped for this one. Uh, and it is happy solo sunday happy solo sunday to you hector if i have an extra 30 minutes a day for five days to watch one match each day what five matches would you recommend now my first thought was it's just five bret hart matches clearly i mean three of those would probably be king of the ring 93 and you throw in brett and piper from WrestleMania eight and then you probably go with one of the other matches um and then another first thought actually was brett and the one two three kids from raw in 1994 um but i thought they go a little bit different and i'm not going to go with just all bret hart matches there is one bret hart match in there but the, the first one that came to mind i don't know i just maybe i'm in that in a mindset where i don't know i'm just i'm really feeling 90 early 90s wcw at the moment so my first recommendation would be to me my favorite war games match which is war games 1992 which is stings squadron versus the dangerous alliance the dangerous alliance what a collection of talent uh, just a criminally short run that they had in wcw but that was it was ravishing rick rude it was larry zabisco it was stunning steve austin beautiful bobby eaton and of course the enforcer double a arn anderson with poorly dangerously with medusa and that was against sting squadron which was sting nikita koloff ricky steamboat dustin rhodes and legendary barry windham hell of a match and that comes in at 24 minutes so that covers your 30 minutes remit then it is my bret hart recommendation of wrestlemania 8 against rowdy roddy piper for the intercontinental title and this one clocks in at 19 minutes which means you've got 11 minutes spare there if you blocked it at half an hour so you can kind of skip forward and watch some of rick flair and, and randy savage as well for wrestlemania 8 i mean two good time matches there um, but yeah brett and piper absolute classic especially the, with the pre-match promo and roddy's talking about you know mrs hart and the baloney on the sandwiches oh of course it was only one piece of baloney blah 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 oh i remember i used to help you tie your shoes you couldn't tie your shoes until you were however years old just absolutely brilliant Roddy Piper, man. God, so missed. So, so missed. Uh, another recommendation would be New Japan Pro Wrestling, January 1990. R <laughs> I was going to say Roddy Piper. <laughs> no, I've got, I've got a hot rod on the brain now. Um, but no, it's Owen Hart versus Jushin Thunder Liger. And that clocks in at 17 minutes. And it's great. Just from the, the get-go, they're kind of pie-facing each other. Um, again, Owen Hart, man. Just so forever missed. But what a talent. And, and with, with Liger, the first time I saw him was in early, well, early 90s WCW. His match against Brian Pillman. And it's like, who is this guy? That like, just in terms of the visual with the outfit, the the full bodysuit, the mask, the horns, the hair, the red and the white. It's like just before you see him work, it's like this guy as a kid draws you in straight away, grabs that attention, and then you see him work. And at that point in time, he was doing stuff that I had never seen in my life. Um, so that's uh, yeah, Owen Hart Institution Liger from a 1990 January show uh, for New Japan. Uh, then I'm gonna go bash at the beach. I'm gonna go Ricky Steamboat and then go ravishing Rick Rude in a 30 minute Iron Man match. Uh, just again, two all time greats. That 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 period of WCW has a very special place in my heart. And um, and for some reason, I've gone with that for most of my recommendations here. Well, with uh, I guess I'm gonna say three of them are kind of responsible for that recommendation because that's where Liger came into it um, then the final the fifth and final recommendation 26 minutes long ECW Halloween Havoc 1999 Rob Van Dam versus Jerry Lynn for the uh for the ECW TV title just one of the many many classics that these two put on just yeah it's uh I'm actually in the middle of uh, re-watching ECW at the moment 
started from scratch of the, the hardcore TV days on the network and working through. And uh, it's it's just that it's such it's so fun to go back and watch that stuff. I think I'm up to about getting towards the end of 1995. So things are just just starting to come together and just yeah. And I've got a whole newfound appreciation for the public enemy. Something I was never too keen on when I saw caught ECW back in the day. And now it's like, oh man, these, these guys are good. I like them, they're entertaining. Right, uh, some other questions to get to quickly. Travis Zachary's got in touch. Uh, how many man... <laughs> right, prepare myself for this. How many man could a hitman hit if a hitman could hit man? If we talk about Bret the Hitman Hart, he could hit as many people as he wants. He could do whatever he wants. That, that's, the, that's the answer to that. Bret Hart could do whatever he wants. That's that's my answer. Um, the Grant Perks got in touch. Hey, Grant. Um, if the WWE Hall of Fame had an animal wing, who goes in first? Matilda, Damien, Frankie, or George Steele? That's a fun question. Of course, Matilda was the bulldog of the British Bulldogs. Damien was the snake of Jake the Snake Roberts. Well, he was the first one and Earthquake uh, sat on him. And then you've got Frankie, who is the bird of the Birdman, Coco Beware. And then George, the animal, Steel. I mean, George Steele is in the Hall of Fame, I believe. I'm 99% sure he is. Um, but for me, it's Matilda. Matilda goes in because I love the Bulldogs. I mean, I, I love Jake the Snake. And hey, Coco Beware is, is, is a fun guy. Um, him and uh, Owen is the... Um, uh, as high energy was just that that was a, a really fun time uh, Gordon's got in touch if you could have a fatal four way between the eras of pro wrestling who would you choose one per era i.e. Gordon New Attitude Ruthless Aggression PG and Curran now this question I'm struggling to understand it's probably just me because I need more coffee but so you want the eras facing off or do you want a talent from each era to face off if it's the eras um I mean, you can't not go with the golden age, uh, the golden era, because that the, the whole rock and wrestling boom, that propelled wrestling to a completely different level. Um, so you have to have that in there. The new generation, I'm always going to have in because, hey, I'm a new generation kid as well. Uh, and you can't not have the Attitude Era as well. And then I'd say the current era. Why not? Yeah. So I'm going to skip out the Ruthless Aggression era. I'm going to skip out the Peach. If you skip out the Ruthless Aggression, there's a lot of good Kurt Angle in there. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to stick to that. And if you're asking me to pick one person from each of those eras, I mean, again, it depends on star power, because if you're going to go with the, the, the golden era, as it were, the boom of the 80s, you can't not have Hulk Hogan, but uh, Hulk Hogan's just a bit of a trash human being. And he's, even as a kid, I never liked him. It was always the, the ultimate warrior of Bret Hart and David Boy Smith. I mean, obviously, Warrior was proven to be a complete piece of trash as well um, in later life. But as a kid, I really liked him. But uh, no, I'm going to go from... From the golden era, I'm going to go match my Randy Savage or match with King Randy Savage, depending on which side of the fence you've sat on. For the newer generation, obviously, I'm going to go Bret Hart. For the Attitude Era, you have to go Stone Cold. And from the current era, hmm, that's a tricky one. I mean, actually, go on then. I'll go the obvious one. It's it's Roman Reigns. Um, that could be a fun match. That could be, Seth Rollins, maybe give him a shout as well. But yes, uh, right. Let's uh, rack through a few more. Uh, the one true Aaron Taylor. Hey, Aaron. Uh, I know Hamlet. Michael Hamlet. Shout out to Ham Michael Hamlet. Lots of love for Hamlet. Uh, I know Hamlet wants the rankings back in AW, but wouldn't it make more sense for a title holder, world's best dad, uh, to bring the rankings back unofficially to keep their belt and offer some contrasting bookings to other belts? Maybe. Maybe that, that could be one way to do it. But again, it, 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 I presume by world's best dad, you're referring to a certain Christian Cage who holds the TNT title right now. I, th I think if somebody brought the rankings back, to me, it would kind of be a babyface move. You could make it a heel move and you could have that heel kind of manipulate the rankings to, to their benefit, of course. Um, the rankings, it, it was just such a... It made AW feel a bit different to WWE. And that was the whole point. When AW was launched, we were told that this was different. There was going to be things in AW you didn't get anywhere else. And through a spell, there were, and there are, there still are things in AW that are different to WWE or New Japan Pro Wrestling or Impact or whatever. Um, 
but that that really was like a unique selling point was rankings like it made every match supposedly mattered the problem was they stopped caring about the rankings so even at the time when they kept the rankings in place there were times when somebody who would not be ranked at all would all of a sudden get a title shot and it's like well if you've got rankings in place you'll make the big deal of rankings or the be all and end all for the most part um then you you need to focus on the rankings you need to work your story so that whoever you want to challenge for a title they earn it through moving up the rankings you can't just go well this week i want to give hangman adam page a shot at the world title but he's ranked number nine i don't know if you that was just me pulling the name out and a number out it, so it was um it's something that they could bring back and make work absolutely especially when AEW has, has a habit sometimes of their matches just feeling cold and thrown together now that the, obviously the continental classic at the moment means that yes they're cold and thrown together in one aspect but it's for a reason because it's part of a tournament and then the stories themselves of the tournament have played out really nicely but but yeah it's i'd i'd, I'd like to see them come back but i just i don't have much faith in them in, in the rankings being used properly if they did i think is the answer i'm looking for uh octo gaming 92 probably missed my time you didn't mate you didn't brother but if you were booking this year's royal rumble who would you have win both sides and added question who would you have a surprise return have a great day you have a great day too octo gaming 92 uh, for me I think it's either Becky Lynch or Bailey for the Women's Royal Rumble because I think they're on collision course for uh, for title shots at WrestleMania. Um, I'd probably go Bailey. I'd probably go Bailey. Um, and it'd be nice to see Bailey get that big win because while she's had so much success, Bailey she had a, a hell of a run. There's, I mean, often overshadowed by Charlotte Flair, by Sasha Banks, by Becky Lynch, by Rhea Ripley, by Bianca Belair. And I think for Bailey to get that big Royal Rumble, offered by an Asuka, uh, Becky to get that Becky Bailey to get that big Royal Rumble win, that that'd be nice. And then go on to WrestleMania against Eo Sky. So I'm going Bailey there. Um, the men's, I'm going CM Punk. CM Punk. Yes, I'm going with the Punker. I think the Punker gets it. That's how you get to Seth Rollins and him at WrestleMania. Um, as for a, a surprise return. I don't know why he came to mind the other day. Someone asked a similar question a couple of weeks ago, and Paul London came to mind. I, I don't know why. I really I, I like Paul London. He's, he's a good dude. And if you've not watched his uh, him and Brian Danielson uh, talk about dolphins, um, I believe it was was that in PWG. It's just a, a really oh my word how Brian keeps. Oh, he doesn't. That's the thing. It's like how Brian keeps it together. I will never know, but he doesn't. And both guys are trying trying not to crack each other up. Oh my word. Uh, I, I'm just I'm smiling thinking of it. Go and hunt that down. It's a great video. Brian Danielson, Paul London. Just if you search for that, it'll probably come up. Um, right. Um, so, yeah. And obviously, I mean, if Tatanka was in the Royal Rumble, always a smile on his face for that. Uh, Iris has got in touch. Greetings and a happy Sunday for you. Happy Sunday to you, Iris. Should Priest cast his money in the bank briefcase for a triple threat night one main event for the WWE Championship against Punk and Rollins? A mania main event is a good consolation prize for Priest. Now that Punk is back and probably winning the belt. See, for me, I think that he does cash in at WrestleMania. Um, I don't know if it necessarily... I mean, it would classify as a triple threat, wouldn't it? Um, like when Seth Rollins cashed in at WrestleMania 31. Uh, so I think he cashes in. But I I don't know. Part of me thinks that... It's it's it's, it's a really interesting one. Because part of me thinks that Punk gets the media but doesn't win. But then the other part is that if he does win, that's when I do the cash-in. That Punk wins the big one, beats Seth Rollins in the main event at WrestleMania Night 1. And then after the match, so not necessarily make it a triple threat, after the match, Damian Priest cashes in. He's instantly a made man then because he's a, the world champion on Raw, uh, and you have a really memorable end to uh, to tonight one of Mania, and you've still got let's let's face it, Roman and Cody on night two. So yes, that's my thoughts on that. 
but it's yeah it's a really fascinating one that could go uh could go a number of different ways oh one quick one's just come in from howie potter he sent me a picture of a cat so i have to address this one good morning legend my cat remy hey remy says he loves the sunday solo news a cat of taste can you give us a bret hart dream match you wish you could have seen i like how that it's all the bret hart love on a sunday i'm always here for it mine is bret hart versus kurt angle imagine that as a main event of a major ple like SummerSlam or royal rumble you've nailed it brother that is exactly the match that i would love to have seen Bret Hart, okay. well, there are kind of, there's, well, there's a bunch of dream matches. Bret Hart and Kurt Angle is the one. Bret Hart and Rey Mysterio would have been fun. I know Bret's talked about that himself, about how he would love to have wrestled Rey Mysterio. And the other interesting proposition is if Bret Hart didn't have to retire when he did, then, you know, just basically two years removed from that, Shawn Michaels comes back. And it's like, well, hmm, what, what could we have got there if, if Bret was able, if we could have had Bret and Shawn one more time? That's... Because Sean was somehow a little prick. <laughs> somehow he was probably better the second time than the first time. And he was really good the first time. Just one of the, the all-time greatest wrestlers, clearly, um, as much as I'm uh, I'm Team Brett. So, yes, seeing, you know, Shawn Michaels with his head in the game, his demons behind him, his attitude sorted out, found God, all of that, that good stuff. That Shawn Michaels against Bret Hart what could have been um, but yes Kurt Angle is, is the, the the correct answer there totally uh, and with that I'm gonna wrap up this is uh, I may have gone really long so sorry editor Ryan hey it's 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 the last it's the last Sunday news before Christmas what can I say I've been Andrew Pollard here at the Souls Sunday News at What Culture Wrestling be sure to have a hoppy hoppy a happy holidays if you're celebrating or a hoppy holidays if you're a rabbit or somebody who likes to just hop around um, but yes I am checking out now to go and write ups and downs collision um, have a great weekend have a great holidays and I will see you soon do you love anime gaming movies and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible or anime yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on the anime effect listen every friday wherever you get your podcast and watch full video episodes on crunchyroll or on the crunchyroll youtube channel don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.